0: Gut Check Project fans and KBMD Health family, how are you doing today? This is your host, Eric Rieger, soon to be joined by my awesome co host, Dr. Kenneth Brown. I hope you're feeling great today. This is episode number 50, halfway to 100. What does that mean? I don't know, but I can tell you what. We've got an awesome show. Our guest today is the author of Healing SIBO, Siobhan Sarna. That's right, the same one who founded SIBO SOS Community Online. Siobhan, has written an incredible book. And I wish that we had had our hands on uh, just essentially a, a, a publication like this to share with our patients years ago so that they know that they're not alone. Siobhan has written this book, and you'll hear a lot about it here in the episode, that essentially if you're new to suffering from SIBO or you've got a a family member that's just got unsolvable GI issues and they, they think it is SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, This book is for them. It's not overly medical. It's actually written from the patient's perspective. Why? Because Siobhan's that patient. She dealt with struggling to find her solutions for SIBO for years. She can tell you how she thinks that she developed it, what stressors caused it, who she talked to, how she failed, and then ultimately what she began to learn by connecting the dots and talking to a bunch of different professionals. And then tell you a little bit about not only how to heal from SIBO, but how to maintain that status. And most of all, how to improve your quality of life. Because it's all about health span. It's not just about lifespan. Health span is critically important. If you're going to live long, live long and healthy. So let's get to it. Our sponsors today are, of course, Autron Teal. Go to lovemytummy.com. Lovemytummy.com slash KBMD. Guess what is in Siobhan's book? teal? that's right. That's right. She suffers from SIBO, and she helps direct several people who deal with SIBO, and she openly recommends Teal. What do you know? Polyphenols. Go to lovemytummy.com slash KBMD. Get your own polyphenols today. teal. Gigantic proanthocyanidin polyphenols in there. That's right. So lovemytummy.com forward slash KBMD. And, of course, unrefined bakery. Get fantastic food. And if you have a specialty diet, it's keto, paleo, gluten-free, or otherwise, and you want some of the foods that you felt like that you had to avoid, go to unrefinedbakery.com. Use code GUTCHECK and save 20% off of your entire first order. That's unrefinedbakery.com. Last but not least... Get your very own signature products from Dr. Kenneth Brown at kbmdhealth.com. That's kbmdhealth.com, especially the CBD. And uh, here pretty soon, there'll be a new product rolling out. So definitely check out kbmdhealth.com. See what we have to offer. Our, uh, our year for 2021 is going to change quite a bit as we grow the community and kind of have some really awesome revelations in terms of health and discovery. So check us out, kbmdhealth.com, check out the store, use code GCP and save 20% off of any order, any day, all of the time. Okay, let's get to it. Meet Siobhan Sarna. She's the author of Healing SIBO, founder of SIBO SOS. She's a delight. I think you're going to love episode number 50. Big fans and KD&B health family. I hope you're having a great day. I'm Eric here with my awesome co-host Dr. Kenneth Brown, and again, for our 50th show, what we've got a we've got a guest we've known for a long time.
1: Well, so this is awesome. Uh, we've waited for this, yes. and it just it so happens that it coincided perfectly that one of our favorite people, one of the people that is uh, so knowledgeable about something that we are passionate about, happens to have a brand new book. And she waited to release it till our fiftieth
0: episode. That was very nice of her. What's up, Siobhan?
2: Hey, anything for you guys. Thanks for having me. And I'm very thrilled and honored, fiftieth episode, and my new book that I've been working on for what feels like fifty years.
0: Heck yeah! Well, I mean, the, and you're you're so much uh, bigger than than just that book. I mean, you you started SIBO SOS. I mean, you're you're literally the founder. You've been working with uh, Dr. Allison Seebecker for quite some time. I'm going to forget something in here. Oh, and she has a cat named Belle.
1: She has a cat named Belle. Um, yeah. I would actually, I, I would venture to say that, Siobhan, because of your passion, because now that I understand your reasoning why you're passionate about it, because the book is phenomenal. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, it was, it's a It's a really easy read. It's really awesome. I'm going to recommend it to all of my patients because not only did you really expose yourself on a very personal level so that you can show how all my patients are not alone. I mean, this is like what you actually explained in the beginning is exactly what my patients say, but then you got into the science and you interviewed so many of the world thought leaders on this. And then ultimately you ended it with, look, I'm not just gonna tell you about this. I'm gonna tell you how to eat. And the, the last half of the book is a really cool recipe book about how to do it in the one thing, which is you're doing something unique. It's how to heal your SIBO in 21 days. And it's, oh, I'm covering your name there, Siobhan Sarna, beautiful Siobhan Sarna, one of our favorite people. And I'm gonna say that you are the voice of SIBO. There's lots of scientists out there, Allison Siebecker, Mark Pimentel, uh, Ruscio, all these people that you've interviewed, all awesome. We know them well, we love them, they're great people. But you have a very unique history in that, you have the ability to write, produce, and do these different things. So we need people like you to be the voice of this. And that's what you really are becoming with this book. Congratulations on the book.
2: Thank you so much. Uh, It's been a dream of mine. My best friend told me while I was going through all of these treatments and discoveries, you know, you really need to write a book. And I would like bring my notebooks into the doctor's offices and appointments and they'd look at me and go, you know, you really need to write a book. <laughs> and I'd be like, I know. And I, I, you know, writing a book is not easy. This little baby like looks like oh, one and done. Oh my gosh, it was very laborious. Um, but I am a TV person. So I did the SIBO SOS Summit One, the SIBO SOS Summit Two the IBS and SIBO SOS Summit, the Microbiome Rescue Summit, and now my mother had lymphoma back in the 90s, and no one knew anything about anything it felt like, and I'm just working on the Lymphatic Rescue Summit. So I really took everything from those digestive summits and put it into this book, and I have interviewed hundreds of people about the topic, including you, (laughs) and... uh, I, I wanted to give everybody a book that was inexpensive because 20 bucks for all this is crazy good. And sometimes Amazon has already put it on sale for 18 bucks, which is also crazy. Probably won't stay that way for long, but I'm thrilled. And I, you know, I wanted to get everybody a book that I wish I had had because sure. I was just doing like Dr. Google and, you know, staring at the incredible website, SIBOinfo.com, which is Dr. Steve website. But it, I needed everybody to know that they weren't alone. And if I could share a couple of stories and some recipes and how to get through the day more easily, plus the science, then as I was talking to God and the universe and the angels begging for help, um, I was like, look, if I have insurance, I have a brain, I have a great computer, I have a little bit of time on my hands, because for the first time, my husband was uh, studying to become a CPA, so I actually had some free time while he was studying. And I, I was like, look, if I'm having a hard time figuring this out, I know other people have to be. Sure, so sure. I told the universe I was going to help them as I got helped, and here it is.
0: You know I, I think all of that is awesome, and I don't want to steal any thunder from Ken as he goes over the the various aspects oh. as he's, he's gonna, I'm sure, pull some quotes and stuff from the book. But the thing that I liked is that, and, and Seebecker says it from the forward, is it's written so that anybody who is new to this game can pick mm-hmm. up this book and feel like they're learning the what's happening to me, what's kind of the science behind it, and let's give you some how on how you can begin to work your way out. It's uh, it's an awesome manual, and and honestly, it's a tribute back to when we very very first teamed up with one of those SIBO summits that you did, and it, it it's been great for us, and that connection for Altron Teal to the SIBO community has. It was really it was a launching point for our product as well.
1: Well, what I love about this is that I can, I can hand this book to people that have come up to me, because when we do the SIBO, when I've done the SIBO summits with you, you have such knowledgeable uh, people that join this, and the questions are in depth, and they're there. And that's not what I'm seeing in clinic. What I'm seeing is your forward when you said my story. And that's what I see. I see the people that come in and they go, I went to this doctor, to that doctor. So I do want to open with a quote because this is basically how your book opens. And if anybody relates to this, I need you to go buy Healing SIBO by Siobhan Sarna like right now um because this will grab you and this is your writing style this is beautiful this is what makes it really cool you make it personal and you make it sciency but here it is i was in the bathroom sweating when i finally got out of there the waiter looked worried and my poor boss a polite man in his 40s asked me if i was all right i mumbled body functions and shrugged my shoulders i thought that was the funniest opening line you basically described yourself in the toilet opening (laughs) line that's awesome that's so vulnerable and so cool
2: (laughs) you know i'll never forget that moment and i i'm in touch through facebook with that boss who's you know no longer my boss but um, and I can't wait for him to read that. I don't even know. That's, I don't, I don't think, Dude, you're in my book. He's like, what? <laughs> I'm like, trust me, just get the book.
1: You're and, the and, polite man in your 40s. <laughs>
2: Well, yeah, it turns out he wasn't in his forties; he was in his thirties, but I didn't realize that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry,
0: sorry. That's, sorry, awesome. That's even better. <laughs> That's so. Hey, I don't better. know if you know this or not. I don't know if you have an audio version of your book out, but actually, Ken was just only doing that because he wants to be. Wants I actually, I did not
1: know. Yeah, so I was sort of um, auditioning for the to be the uh, <laughs> uh, audio version. Do you happen to have an audio version yet for your book? I
2: I, I actually do. I didn't realize you were in the market. Dang it. Um, but i do she is an amazing actor and she, she's award would. winning and she's actually done the audiobooks for some of the most famous and influential people on the planet and i didn't realize that when they were like hey what about this person's voice i was like oh, it sounds amazing <laughs> <laughs> no
1: i'm just gonna go back to being a
2: song yeah right anyway i'll just be a country
1: doctor and do my thing i won't try to be an audio book person anymore but (laughs) um that's awesome so you already have an audio version of this that's incredible
2: and kindle yep it's it's really i could actually when they told me they were going to do an audio book because i was so i am so new to the book game i was like really and they're like yeah of course i'm like okay great I mean, it was it was really exciting. This has been an exciting process for me. It's something I've always dreamed of writing that book. And then I never thought I'd be writing it about this. Um, But I'm, I'm very proud of it. And the fact that you like that line makes me feel really safe and good because I was, you know, you know, this is like like, really vulnerable stuff.
1: Well, I think it's uh, the reason why I really like it. Honestly, Siobhan is it's number one, it's it's great reading because it hooks you immediately. But that is actually the conversations that I have with my Definitely. patients. And it's a very real thing. And people hold that in until they find a doctor that they can communicate with. And I hear that and I just say, hey, you're not alone. And now I can sit there and say, not only are you are not alone, but it's actually people have written books that have experienced similar things. Um, I talk to patients that uh, turn down jobs because the commute is too long. I talk to people that, uh, you know, they 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 won't eat for two days because they have to go on a trip, and so on and so yeah. on. And you've been there, and you, and you basically describe that. I think that what you have done, and I, you know, I mentioned this in the beginning, that you have become the voice of SIBO. You know, uh, teaming up with people like Dr. Seebecker, who we all respect a ton, and you've done these summits and these Facebook lives. What you have done is that you have made SIBO front and center, and. I'm gonna challenge you that I think that this is just the beginning because so few people really know what this is, but you may have to continue to do this to keep it front and center so that people are reminded.
2: Like in a way, we've had over 2 million views of the summits, um, which is just like scratching the surface. So thank you for that challenge, challenge accepted. I'm not giving up, I am doing a lymphatic summit and I'm doing a biological dental summit because I think those are two things that are not talked enough about. But my heart is always gonna be here with SIBO because um, I have a big heart. I can talk about other things too, but the SIBO is so, look, from the age of five, I've had it. So yeah, I just figured it out. That's been right. a whole lifetime of obnoxious feelings. So I absolutely am going to continue. I was just doing I just did six radio shows yesterday. NPR in Utah, Kentucky, Hudson Valley, New York. It was so cool. And I'm not I'm not stopping. I'm not gonna be like, oh the book launch, now it's all over. I'm just not gonna, you know, if it does it, it does it. No, no. This is gonna be like book launch every single day. I am totally. Totally thrilled to have it all here, and and also like those summits ranged anywhere from fifty nine to two hundred bucks. Here's sure. this is twenty bucks, people. Go
0: yeah. in here, And in here. And like I said earlier, it's just so easy to read, and uh, I think that sometimes people get a little turned off when they only read things that are written medically and didactically. Like it's it's about someone. It's not from someone who's had that journey. And your book is definitely from someone who's had that journey. I mean, do you want, do you want to learn the pathway to, you know, to happiness from someone who's done it or someone who's read about it and said, I think it's that way. Well, yours is definitely one of someone who has suffered like many do and who's had their schedules compromised, your plans thwarted, et cetera, simply because yeah. of SIBO. And, walk us through exactly why you think that uh, you ended up there and what someone can do about it and that's really what people want to know when they come to the clinic absolutely and what i love
1: about your book is that you have uh, certain aspects which are the little gray boxes that yeah up, yes which yep. are just kind of pearls and more importantly you say how to use my book you're like this is how to use the book so you have this way of saying this is my story if you want to get into it that's fine this is what I recommend. This is what the experts recommend. This is the science part of it. So it's, it's almost a guide that people can go back and forth to. So it's, i want to read it once, get the story, and then I'm gonna go back and use the book as a guide to help me get through this.
2: I really appreciate that observation because that is exactly what I was intending it to be. And on page 111, there is that uh, protocol the or the algorithm. Yeah. Yeah. right that, that dr pimentel created then dr samberg lewis added to and uh dr seebecker added to i even added to it and um this is we call it the SIBO recovery roadmap which is also the name of the course dr seebecker and i created and it takes you through everything where to test when to treat what if that didn't work go back to you know it's like a game right not really uh, but it this is the guide so that is the whole book is based on that the whole course SIBO recovery roadmap is based on that as well and you know 21 days people it's gonna take longer than 21 days okay i'm just gonna tell you that right now we, well you can get okay. a really good start and you can make a plan in that 21 days
1: so this is not a spoiler alert but it is kind of a spoiler all right so it is a spoiler alert if you're if you're, if you're gonna read the book just press mute here because the the book i mean it, it grabs you right away And then it really, really peaks and just nails you on page 46. That's probably my favorite page. It's by far my favorite page on 46.
0: Very bottom of 46. The
1: book completely peaks at 46 and does a good job of maintaining from then on. But really at 46 is really when it
0: nails me. We have a pre-Super Bowl party just to sit around and read page 46. Yeah,
1: we're going to read page 46. Um, That's when she mentions my name. Yeah. I was really excited about
2: that. Here you go. Ode oh, to page 46 and about Atron Teal. Eric, I'm so sorry. I don't think I mentioned your name. I'm so sorry.
0: That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, I really sorry. want people to come over to the house before the game and talk about Ken. <laughs> uh, no,
1: that was not really a spoiler. That was just, thank you for uh, mentioning me in your book. That was very, very kind of you. That was very sweet. Um, and actually, that's uh, there's many, many other highlights in the book besides page 46. But go to page 46. It's, really cool.
2: <laughs> it's very short. I should have made it longer and bigger. Uh, you (laughs) but there it is um yeah i think you're also on page 220 as well
1: oh i missed that
2: 219 oh gosh i hope so i hope you're in there yep dr ken brown there we go i list all the doctors (laughs) so so what can i say Um, all
1: right so one thing that i would like to do because you're the voice of SIBO as far as my world all my patients know you oh oh my gosh i had a patient today um that i i Uh, a telemedicine visit and I said yeah this is really exciting we're going to be interviewing Siobhan Sarna and she goes oh I was on her summit and she told me to make an appointment with you and she lives in Texas so she could do a telemedicine so because of you she made an appointment with me and she got so excited like like I was like this uh, celebrity whisperer she's like you know Siobhan I'm like well yeah and she's like oh my gosh this is so cool I'm gonna watch this. this is gonna be really neat so what I, really, what I really liked was the beginning, because honestly, you and I have worked together for, for a few years now, and it's always been yeah. in the medical aspect. I loved your story. Would you mind just oh telling God. who Siobhan Sarna is and why you ended up here?
2: Okay, so there are many aspects to Siobhan Sarna, however... <laughs> one of them the multifaceted jewel that she is uh well basically you know my parents are my dad's from india my mom is irish and welsh from upstate new york and they met in the 50s and in a new york times ad because this is relevant not just like my life story um because my father ran this incredible business called the bells of sarna if you are of a certain age you know what they are they're the brass bells that the hippies loved and i have an incense named after me and um uh, yeah. oh, yes <laughs> way, man i you know i like i've already arrived the incense you know what i'm saying like, whatever else I do, after that it's like wah wah anyway so my mom was from upstate new york uh she went to work she was in the big city she had a merchandising background He wanted her to run his showroom back then, and she would not work for him because he was not going to pay her enough, which Uh, I love and is a family legend. However, he did court her, and they did get married. And he was 30 years her senior and of another culture, and uh, was older than her mother and father. It's is very uh, interesting. uh, Yeah. He was born in the 1800s, okay? So I was born when he was 69 years old. Oh, my oh my 30 year age difference anyway so we would go on buying trips to india if they would and um i would obviously as a little kid get schlepped along and i would go and you know so i've been to india a bunch of times as a child and i got sick i got really really sick and as you can imagine with my little baby microbiome <laughs> and uh, you know drinking water buffalo milk and sure. um just who knows so anyway i got really sick got Wait, better. i just
1: Thanks. want to stop there for a second eric said sure like of course water buffalo milk why not
0: uh, yeah. is that not something that you sorry yeah i just yeah. You I, have I stopped I was like, wow milk? and eric goes sure yeah like, of course well if... in decatur we do water buffalo all the time <laughs> oh no do we do dry buffalo there okay <laughs> go on sorry bye
2: Anyway, um, then I came back, right, I a little kid, we I lived in Manhattan, we went on field trips, right, from this fancy uh, Dalton school I went to, which is like super chic school. Anyway, we would milk the cows, like little city kids at this farm in upstate New York, and they had, <laughs> us, drink. Uh, they had us drink some of the milk, just like a sip, you know, no big deal. But man, I got so sick. Really? And, oh my gosh, it was so sick. And then, like things weren't the same, they just were not the same. And I remember my mom had a poster with a quote on it in the bathroom, like as a decorative thing. And it was the first thing as a person that I'd ever memorized because I was in the bathroom so much. <laughs> and then bottom line is my father being Indian, asked my mom like, is Siobhan going enough? You know, Because like there are Vedic perspective, you gotta be going to be healthy. And mom was like, all of a sudden, really worried. And that was the first time I experienced shame around the bathroom because, like, they were just a little bit too invasive. And at five years old, I'm like, it, you know, mind your own beeswax, okay? <laughs> like, yeah. get out of my, my biz. But that was the first memory I have of that. And then it's just been like, you know, I'm not great the rest of my life. And I'm a skinny person. And in college, we would call my stomach Buddha belly. regards and respect to buddha um but it was just like a thing like skinny person bloated belly and i used to also see those posters of sally struthers do you remember her and she would like save the child and they have these little kids with these big distended bellies right i'll be like look like that like yikes what the am i okay anyway not that not as severe of course but i fast forward Moved into a sorority house at the University of Florida and realized that my patterns were definitely different than everybody else. But I was doing okay. Got into life. Got you know, career, big career on TV. Twenty years at HSN, Home Shopping Network. For those of you who are not my demographic, and um, and you two are not my demographic. And uh, you know, I was I was starting to get really, really sick towards you know the past like seven seven years or so. And I was like, the the slimwear was not working to hold the belly in, the bloat in, and I was really getting concerned. Like, I started to think maybe I had cancer. Mm-hmm. I, I just didn't know. And I insisted. Thank goodness he listened to me. In a way, my gastroenterologist, I like begged for a uh, a uh, uh, what do they call you know Best endoscopy. Table. No, the other one, endoscopy, colonoscopy. Colonoscopy. Yeah, this is me doing a demo of a colonoscopy. There you go. (laughs) I I thought
1: that I I I I begged for him to play a violin for me (laughs) because I wanted him to
0: conduct the band.
2: (laughs) Colonoscopy. So anyway. So I begged him to to do this because I thought I was dying. I thought he's going to go in there and he's going to see something. And it was like the day before Christmas Eve. It was like right before Christmas. I got the last appointment beforehand. And I thought, oh, well, this is the year I find out that I'm dying. That something can't, something's clearly wrong with me. And you know, after the colonoscopy and you're like all drunk from the pro- the propofol, uh, he's like not I saw nothing, it's fine. I'll see you in like five years, Siobhan. I'm like, what? How is that possible? And why is it that I'm upset that I don't have a diagnosis right now? That is messed up. Messed up. You should be thrilled. Yeah. You don't have cancer. That's awesome. So I uh, you know, I just kept trying to find the right doctors and the several I went to were like, Give me, here's an antidepressant, you poor thing. Wink, wink, bless your heart. Run three miles. Like I can barely like get out of bed, much as run run three miles. I
1: love that that you refer to that guy as the run three miles doctor for several chapters.
2: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's funny.
2: <laughs> yeah, I really don't even remember his name. I just remember that. Um, he's retired now which I think is best. So, uh, <laughs> but I did finally, I was talking to a girlfriend at work and she and I had this passing conversation cause we were the weirdos who were gluten free. And you know, now it's much more prevalent, but like we really like got flack for being gluten free just to show you how like backwards the situation was. And she's like, oh yeah, I'm on this really intense uh, antibiotic right now for my gut. I'm like, what? And she goes, yeah, I breathe into these test tubes and then I'm on this serious antibiotic. And like immediately you hear serious antibiotic and your brain shuts down. You're like, "Well, I'm not gonna do that. But I couldn't get it out of my head. I called her. I was like, what were you talking about? She told me to the best of her ability and I asked the doctor for a breath test. I had the breath test for SIBO. They interpreted it wrong. Uh, it literally said negative and I could see the handwriting scratched. No, it said positive and it was scratched out and new handwriting was there that said negative, which is totally wrong. It was mm. positive, but I lost 18 months. Right. And, and you know, when you, when you're in this quest mode of trying to find out what's wrong with you, knowing what you're not dealing with is just as important as knowing what you are dealing with. So I was misinformed for those 18 months. Anyway, um, I finally got the right person and and did another breath test and it was so freaking positive. It was, you know, irrefutable and started treatment and was never told that you might have to do multiple rounds. So here I am taking my Rifaximin and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get better. (laughs) And after the two weeks or 10 days, I I was not better. I was not better. I was confused. And I'm like, Hey, it didn't work. I've never had an antibiotic, like not work and then i got i was like wait a minute misinformation i'm not getting the whole story i'm gonna have to do some research here and that's really what i mean there was a lot of research beforehand but when that first round of antibiotics didn't work i realized something something's wrong here like i'm gonna have to become my own advocate so i started printing out the studies i would like walk into the appointments with them i'd be like look here's the treatment right here you need to give me another round and i need some neomyosin as well dear and my doctor was amazing was very open and now he's basically a SIBO expert and um he he has a mixed emotion about all the patients that go to him from my story (laughs) he's dealing with a lot of really difficult cases now but um So that's it. I took the IBS smart test. I found out that I definitely had post-infectious IBS, which was a relief because I do my prokinetic religiously. And even though I have the underlying cause of post-infectious IBS, meaning that from food poisoning, I have uh, SIBO, the fact that I am dealing with it and treating it with my Motegrity um, prokinetic I feel a thousand percent better, and I, that's part of the message that is really important is like you might not be cured on paper. It's a different mindset, but if you're managing your condition, you can feel a hundred percent better than a uh, than a condition untreated. and you as medical professionals know that. but I just want other patients to hear that.
0: Man, that's awesome, honestly, because when you tell that story, it's it seems well, it is. It's very unique to you because that you're the one experiencing it. However the patients who come through with long-term SIBO, they, when I hear the 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 stops and I didn't know and I just wanted to find out even if I found out what it wasn't it's it, it's almost like everyone who who starts off with SIBO or or severe IBS, there are just a long line of hurdles that yep. for years you've just simply had to jump over or push down yeah. to finally get to some kind of answer. And that's 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 who ends up at our clinic. One hundred percent,
1: and that's why I wanted you to tell your story because I felt that your intro of the book was, it, it, although the names are a little slightly different, the time frame slightly different, but every one of my patients has such a similar story. I'm usually the third or fourth doctor that they come to see, yeah. and they have that they have that response, which is that they feel that they are being dismissed, they're being placated. It's oh, yeah, you know, and they're moving on and. The interesting thing is that much like you an intelligent strong person that you know is successful they know that something's wrong and they're like look right. I get that you're a doctor but I'm telling yeah. you it's yeah. like when a, it's like when a mother knows that something's wrong with her child you don't argue you just go okay I'm missing something right. and that's how I feel about that so when somebody comes up and says uh, and it is and I challenge you and everyone in this book that's involved with this because this is going to be a moving target that we all have to continue to evolve and move through this because you covered so many important things in this book so that's your story and then you get into I just want to go over the book a little bit because um if if somebody's listening to this and they're like well I I was told I have irritable bowel syndrome I mean how do I know that I have this well the first chapter you have is really really basic what is SIBO period and you just you just cut to the chase, which I love because I'm very myopic by the time I see people, they've already done their homework. They've already been to your summit. They've already heard this, but you took a step back and you're like, look, this is, what is SIBO? I'm going to tell you the basics here. So we're going to cover the basics and then not to like get too far ahead in the book, but then you went through and you covered things like some pretty intense stuff, relapsing, remitting SIBO, POTS, stuff like that. So Uh, what I really love is that you tell your story and then you said, okay, this is my journey. This is what I learned. I'm just going to lay it out there. And then these are what the experts say in the gray boxes. you said, I interview this person. This is what they suggest.
2: Yeah. I, you know, I'm very clear that I'm not a medical professional. I mean, I'm medically oriented in my brain and I'm a yoga teacher. So I know some about the body, but this is for, I wanted to write it for people who had never really taken the time to think about their intestines before. Sure, <laughs> and sure. on one of the NPR um, interviews, the person asked me, like, why is it that we don't pay more attention? Like we feel unwell, maybe we have a round of diarrhea, we take our Maalox or whatever, and then we don't do anything until it happens again. And then we just get on this, this whole vicious cycle. And I've, I've really thought about this a lot. If my intestines were on the outside of my body they would be so pretty right i would be like have the prettiest i'd be so proud of them everybody would be like showing theirs off and you know they would put hats on them in different colors and tattoos and who knows what else they'd be decorative so the fact that they're on the inside of the body much like your teeth right you'd like you know you see these teeth what's going on back there what's going on with your tonsils like that's i don't think people think about that because we're not staring at them the way we are on the outer of our, outside of our body. So I wanted to really write this for people who hadn't thought about it. Um, and there's a section on learning how to poop. Yes, there is a better way to do it. Um, a tip for bean lovers. Shavon,
1: uh, can, I, can I just yeah. stop you for a quick second? When uh, you're uh, talking yeah. about if my intestines are on the outside, as a gastroenterologist, and I know that you'll agree with this, here's the deal, our outward presentation, our outward brain health, our outward everything is a reflection of our gut health. So if you're somebody that's battling rosacea, if you're somebody that's battling acne, if you're somebody that has brain fog or these different things, you covered in your book. So although you say, if my guts were on the outside, really, we do manifest our guts on the outside in the way that we interact with the world. So
2: it kind of already is there. It is there, but we have to make the connection. We have to make the connection and you know i'm sitting here talking to you and i don't have brain fog right now but at one point my brain fog was so bad and scared my husband so much because i could not speak it wasn't for a long period of time it was just a couple of times where i literally couldn't talk and it scared the crap out of him and it scared me and then I was for a small period of time, also memorable stuttering because I just, it just couldn't come out. And I speak for a living, so that really scared us. But it, it's real, you guys, it's real, you're not crazy. You are absolutely in, have every right to good medical, you know, assistance. You, just a message to other patients, you may have to drive the bus for a while.
0: And- I love the fact that you just use the word that you're not crazy because so many times we see people who've either been told that that's what they are or that they are overly anxious or that they are severely depressed. Mm-hmm. And that happens to be the route that someone goes to and, and truthfully, they may be experiencing anxiety or depression, but just as both of y'all just said, it's really just a manifestation of a, it's, there's an oven down there and it's, it's creating inflammation everywhere and it's affecting the brain. And it's unfortunate because we need to begin to heal by taking care of the gut
1: so uh on our uh previous podcast we interviewed a um well a a soon-to-be phd who her specialty is in looking at gut inflammation affecting the brain and what we can show is and you actually talk about it in your book with the lipopolysaccharides and things like that brain fog is actually a result of tnf alpha different inflammatory mediators that cross the blood brain barrier so when people go and they and they beat themselves up and they Mm. say you know my gosh i why can't i do this sometimes it's out of your control and sometimes it's because you have an inflammatory process starting in your gut crossing your brain so when you say somebody that is a tv personality that struggled to find her words that's your livelihood that's not a fake thing you like that was real that's scary
2: yeah that was very scary i happened to have been doing it on my day off so it it wasn't like i had to go into work that afternoon and i have good history of like being able to sleep it off like if i don't feel well i take a nap i'm often better because that's just like my body does a lot of work when i sleep um but it yeah it's it's Look, if you're in a banking situation or you're a nuclear <laughs> chemist or something, <laughs> you have important things to be thinking about and you've gotta have clarity. Not to mention, it's so hard to show up, right? It's so hard to show up for your loved ones and for yourself and you know, the thought of running three miles or even like doing some fitness for myself at that time was imp- practically impossible sure. because I was just like surviving. Now, it did have something else going on at the same time, which I didn't realize until later and that is that the uh, television studio was infested with mold
0: Oh,
2: and, yeah so that is my opinion that has not been proven that is my opinion however i definitely have mold poisoning i definitely have that and uh, so that made everything worse and i think i ended up getting a lot worse with my SIBO and having those extra brain issues um, temporarily as they may have been, uh, when the mold really started to, you know, the bucket over was overflowing with that.
1: Well, so, in I, your book, you also described the hours you were working, the okay. stress you were under. I mean, you, it was the perfect storm. Yeah. You set yourself up for storm. your immune system to, and, and everything comes down to inflammation. Everything comes down to inflammation. So if the inflammation's in your gut, it goes to your brain. And if your body's reacting to mold, mycotoxins, same thing. It's you. You unfortunately um, were put in a situation that your immune system could not handle and yeah. or overhandle. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Overhandle. Yeah,
2: instead of not exactly. And that's when the psoriasis came and all that. I have other friends that work there that um, don't don't have any symptoms of mold whatsoever. I have other friends that are like you know they walk in and their eyes are running whatever the the situation is. But um, it's interesting because there are definitely people who are not impacted by it.
0: But check this and- out, though. Wouldn't that be uh, something that would be important that if you don't have a healthy gut, and let's say that you do suffer from severe IBS or SIBO, you are now compromised. You will not be able to handle circulating mycotoxins. Otherwise, had, you, had your gut been healthy and where it needed to be optimized, you may have never even noticed the compounding aspects of, of mycotoxins.
2: Exactly. Exactly. So it was the perfect storm, but, um, you know, I, I, I want everyone to know there is hope. There are answers Hmm. there. You know, I think if Pimentel, I do think Pimentel is going to come up with a cure. I really do. Or at least, you know, big, big advances. I'm sorry, Lovastatin didn't seem to work out, but we do have natural alternatives as well. Thank you very much. Atron Teal. Hey, well,
0: since you're holding that, what
1: is that? That looks pretty cool.
2: really cool this is one of those incredible stories that some friends of mine have developed from a conversation about a cow yes. would you like to tell us that story dr ken brown
1: please the conversation involves a cow and dr pimentel and i'm going to go i'm going to throw it right back to dr pimentel i mean um somebody that can take the concept of irritable bowel which is a trash can and then figure out that it comes down to bacteria I love that guy and I think you're right, I think he's going to figure it out and because him and I were working together, I was in, involved in the original studies in Zyfaxin. Um, trying to do it naturally is sort of my goal and so everyone has their mission, I want to try and figure out how to heal people naturally and the tannins in Atrantil have been shown to help with uh, bloating, irritable bowel and SIBO also and which is why we got uh, page 46 and page 219. Go read the book, it's amazing. Probably the best part of the whole book, is <laughs> but
0: that's a whole separate discussion. Um, is there a reason why we didn't bring up Water Buffalo and we're only talking about kids?
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so Siobhan, a couple of the things that I found really cool about your book, which my patients um, struggle with, and I love that you had a chapter on is SIBO controlling my weight? Mm, yeah. If I have one complaint, It's that patients say, I'm eating less and still gaining weight and you had a whole chapter on it and I admire you for taking that on because you covered it in a very scientific way. I love that. Can you comment on that?
2: Oh, thank you so much. Uh, You know, there are two parts of that. One is that, and I had never really overthought about this until someone in my Facebook group wrote me an email that said, hey Siobhan, you're talking about overweight a lot. You're not paying attention to those of us who are underweight. And you know, ours is you know not a vanity issue. We could die, and it was a big wake up call for me. So in this chapter, I do address underweight. For those of you who are listening, I I, I, I mean, my heart goes out to you, one hundred and ten percent. Please don't give up. For those of us who struggle with our weight, on the other side, uh, Dr. Pimentel's wife is also a researcher, and she is doing a lot of studying about how methane. Um, actually a uh, methane dominant right IMO actually those little archi- archaea archai- um, are absorbing your calories at a higher rate than other things so you could be eating the same thing someone else is eating you could have a twin assuming all things were also equal and if you had IMO and they didn't your little guys would be absorbing more calories than someone with a different microbiome, and so that can lead to weight gain, which I found fascinating and deeply depressing, by the way, deeply depressing.
1: Well, it's, it's really interesting because there's um, lots of fecal microbial transplant studies. Yeah, Twins have had that due to ulcerative colitis and things. I actually have a, a patient that the twin got the FMT from the non-ulcerative colitis, and then the twin Started gaining weight, developing acne, developing polycystic ovary disease—things oh. that she didn't have that the other twin did. It did help her colitis. So, it is—we, it's a very complex thing—the whole microbiome and the environment. But um, you did a really good job of explaining in the book about how complex it is and how it's so much of this is out of our control. So please don't get frustrated. That's yeah. that's what I really got out of your book. Don't don't blame it on yourself a lot of this is out of your control try to control the environment the epigenetics and the doctors that you go see
2: exactly and that if you don't find the right doctor right away keep going i I do hear in our facebook group which you know has over seventeen thousand people in it and it's just it's an amazing community i do hear sometimes um despair and just an unwillingness to do the next thing that they actually logically know is the right thing to do next but they're exhausted mm-hmm. and they aren't even acknowledging their exhaustion they're just like i've tried everything i've spent ten thousand dollars which i can totally relate but dr Seebecker has this saying which is very simple and she's and it's in the book i know and it's have you tried really everything like everything it's very rare that someone's tried everything you could possibly do and there are other options and i do don't quit before the miracle right you, you hang in there keep at it the there what, what if we only had like one thing or, or we didn't even have zyfaxin or otron to deal with it we have a variety of choices the herbal antibiotics have been studied the pharmaceuticals have been studied elemental diet could be miraculous for you a uh, Trontail is miraculous for so many people. So the fact that you have all of these choices, I think, is huge, 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 huge. I'm not trying to be Pollyanna, but I am just trying to do a little bit of a perspective change, and um, and and just encourage you to keep going, keep keep. I we call it spinning the plate in the industry of when like my my family in the giftware industry. You spin the plate like, oh, you have the mashed potatoes, now you gotta sell them the, the peas, now you gotta sell them the carrots.
0: <laughs> 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 so you just have to keep going. Well, I think you just described it. It's SIBO and IBS, they, they're they complex problems. And sometimes yeah. complex problems require some complex solutions. It didn't generally happen overnight. And and addressing all of that is, is incredibly important.
1: So one thing, Siobhan, that you did hit on on your book also that I'm seeing a whole lot of even if you're a super tough person and you just brush off all of this and say whatever, so I'm bloated, it is what it is. I got a family, I got to, I got to work, I got to do things. I'm seeing that the inflammation caused by this can lead to a domino effect, mm-hmm. uh, ultimately, which could be autoimmune disease. But also, I'm seeing this. This constellation of what you what you tapped on, um, which is this dysautonomia, POTS, possibly, um, you know, the the whole thing leading. And so I'm seeing this constellation of Ehlers-Danlos people that then they started with Sibo, then suddenly were diagnosed with Ehlers-Danlos, and then they go see um, a cardiologist that diagnoses them with POTS, and then all of a sudden we're talking about mall syndrome, medium arcuate ligament syndrome, and it's this constellation where you're like, wait a minute, you were normal five years ago, and now we're talking about this crazy constellation of symptoms, we need to, you know, it's that whole thing of, oh, walk it off. Um, No, you need to rest, you need to figure it out, you need to fix it before this becomes something more, like an autoimmune disease.
2: Right. It. It's. It. You know. I have mild Ehlers Danlos. Like. You know. Legitimately diagnosed by a specialist. And. You know. I can do this whole thing with the thumb. And. You know. It's. I don't have. I. I know people have a. Some people can't walk from it. It's really an insidious scenario. But it it started to feel like. Oh, I've got psoriasis. I've got Ehlers Danlos. I have the mold. I have old Lyme. I have old E B V. So I can totally relate to that that there is a way forward to at least feel better, right? Mm -hmm. At least feel better. And you do have to take really good care of yourself. And the other thing, you know, you're also teaching other people how to treat you by how you treat yourself. And there are two things I wish my parents had done. And my parents were amazing, amazing. I wish they had taught me how to save money. Uh And I wish that they had exercised regularly and made that a habit for me. And those are the two things, I mean, it really, obviously, look, if that's my biggest complaint, I'm doing great in terms of my my early childhood, <laughs> but you, you have to teach other people how to treat you and you have to take time to do the things that you weren't taught. So maybe that is doing the yoga class or just like freaking 15 minutes a day of a walk or shutting the door or whatever, or meditating or, playing your favorite music and dancing in the living room. I really don't care what it is as long as you really claim it and you use it as a healing tool for yourself because in that quiet, that's when that super thinking can happen. Now, I've been a big meditator, and it has definitely saved my life. There's no Mm -hmm. doubt about it. Um, And I talk about some apps and some places on the web where you can learn how to meditate. But even just that act of claiming 15 minutes a day is so powerful. And I believe it starts... Uh, a velocity of other positive things
1: i would say i love that absolutely love that and i get made fun of by my family i get made fun of by my friends but the one thing that um i'm teaching my children is that do not discount any idea until you number one research it number two try it so i will come back i'll be like uh, there'll be a podcast and there'll be a random packages showing up from amazon heard a podcast we're gonna try this now so it's become a running joke in my family but yeah. um it the the nonsense sifts down and the gold kind of stays up top and we sauna we cold bath um, we breathe we do stuff and i'm and i'm i say this not so much for me and my kids i say this to my colleagues don't just pat somebody on the head and say the scope was negative you're fine because i've learned a ton in the last i've learned a ton from you
0: yeah i've learned
1: a ton from you know dr Seebecker, dr russo dr pimentel all these fantastic people that have taken the time to learn things and then put them in a readable format so that um we can all learn from it um a traditionally trained gastroenterologist like myself I run into my colleagues that their initial knee-jerk is oh there's no science on that well there is you just haven't taken the time to look at it so my what you say is what I wish my parents would have taught me um, your what you did is you took everything great that your parents taught you and you took it to the next level which is which is the legacy that you're doing. And you're doing an amazing job of that. What I'm trying to do is teach my kids. I don't know if I'm right or wrong, but I'm having an open mind and just hey. believe and try. And if it doesn't work, no harm, no foul.
2: That, those are great steps in the right direction for sure. Thanks you guys so much for having me. Don't forget to pick up your Autron Teal at sibososcom shop. We have one of the best prices in the world so absolutely. i am
0: going to say it again go to dot sos.com to link up with siobhan and yeah, then absolutely. in shop we, we should go ahead and say it it's one of the best deals that you can get on autron teal period
1: all right so yeah. siobhan has been a huge supporter of us from day one and we are a huge supporter of her so if you're going to buy Atron Teal, this is really you're <laughs> to buy it.
0: <laughs> and, and, and this is, and you know what? While we've been talking, I just thought about it. It's not just how to heal from SIBO. This is really how to improve your quality of life. If you're suffering later, this yeah. is. I mean, you said it yourself. It, sometimes it comes down to management until something better comes along. But each day we, we only have so many days. And if I can improve my quality of life, and this is something that is affecting me, this is how I improve my quality of life. And we talk about, we talk about uh, health span and uh, health span versus lifespan. You want, you want good health for as long right. as you're alive.
1: Yeah, that is so true. And if true. you're worried, uh, sorry to interrupt, Siobhan. I just want to yeah, say yeah. that if, 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 if you're sitting here and you're like, well, I can't eat anything, really. You can't eat honey macaroons, which are dairy-free, gluten-free, nut-free. Yeah, there's a recipe for that bad boy in here. Yeah. <laughs> You've got some some killer recipes. They're
2: really it. good. They're really good. And I, did, I created them with Christy Regan, who has written like two or three SIBO cookbooks, who's a SIBO nutritionist, who's a fantastic human being. And I would eat her food when I would go to Portland, Oregon, And uh, because that's where she's located. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I totally need your help with this cookbook. And so we've created these together and she made sure they tasted really good. And then I have the the blessing of a woman who's helping me at the house right now because I'm trying to do these other summits and do a couple of other projects. So she's been helping me with creating some of my food. I just handed her a book. I'm like, here, uh, I need this food, this is it. And I've been retasting it and I've been thrilled and very relieved. It is delicious. <laughs> I, was, I, you know, I worked on these a long time ago. I just had that green goddess dressing with a, a slab of celery. Yum. I mean, it's legitimately really delicious food. I promise. I would not say that if I didn't mean I'd be like, the recipes are okay. All
1: right, no, they're one,
2: fantastic.
1: One last thing I wanna I want to talk about your book, which is really awesome. Um, not only do you have a bunch of recipes to do this, but you really do have a 21 day plan where day by day you go through and you say this is what you're going to do and you're going to walk people through just as if you were like a a personal trainer and you say you're going to have this on this day you're going to eat this it's amazing so it's like it's basically a no brainer people are going to read the first part they're going to go okay now I understand it and then the middle part you're saying this is what you're going to do to fix it and then the back part this is what you're going to do to keep yourself healthy yep. going on It's great. It's a great book. It's awesome. Ladies and gentlemen,
0: thank you so much, Siobhan, for joining us. This is Siobhan Sarna, Healing SIBO, and you want people to buy the book at Amazon, correct?
2: Amazon, wherever booksellers, you know, find booksellers, Barnes & Noble. There are tons of places, but if you do buy it on Amazon, please do leave a review. And be sure to come to SIBOSOS.com to get the best deal on Autrad Tale.
1: And remember, if you leave a review, just mention that page 46 is the best page in the book.
0: Yes. Do it. Do it. Very big fan. That is episode 50. Gut Check Project fans, thank you all so much for joining us. Siobhan, thank you so much for all of your support, introducing us to who you introduced us to. And uh, I'm, I'm certain that we'll do this again.
1: So, uh, absolutely. So, where do they go to get
0: Atron from her? Go to SIBO And of course, we'll always have it in our show notes so that you'll know exactly where to go. And uh, you go to the shop button if you happen to go to the homepage, and you can find it right there. That's awesome.
1: Siobhan, I, once again, thank you. Much love. You are the voice of SIBO, and I feel like you're just getting warmed up. Awesome. Yeah,
2: baby. Yeah, baby. Thank you guys so
1: much. You bet. Bye, Siobhan. Episode 50. Bye bye.